One of the most amazing things about having this podcast is that I get to sit down with all kinds of creatives that have inspired me, have made me think about life in a different way. You know, I'm human. I stress out. I'm not perfect. But um, I, I get to sit down with amazing people. And one of them was Cristina Adame um, from the band Auxilio at the time. She uh, shouted out this band called DFMK from Tijuana. And as I usually do, I go and dig and dig and dig and find that they're amazing. Um, they're fast-paced. They talk about access and just not caring, just having a great time. But with their new record called Dame Peligro, it serves as more of a cautionary tale to those excesses, to that abuse um, to your body. So you see the maturity. Um, and I got to connect with George recently, the lead vocalist, and we talk about that. We talk about maturing and mental health and those have, that have left us over the years because of the pandemic or just life in general. We sit down, we have a good talk, and we cover everything. Life, uh, creativity, and wrestling. Make sure you follow them on DFMK on Instagram. Enjoy. So, my name is Jorge, uh, Mr. Cap. Uh, I'm the lead singer for DFMK. Uh, we've been in the band since 2010. So, uh, yeah, like, we've been in the band for like almost 12 years. 12 years, Jesus Christ. Like, how did you guys form? Basically, the band started by two friends. They weren't really an official band, per se. They started the project and then invited the, the drummer, Alex, which basically is currently still playing in the band. And then they invited me uh, to sing. The idea was to have like a rock and roll punk band. Yeah, it was like around 2009. And then we invited our current guitar player, Borti, and we recorded a demo, like, uh, I think January of 2010. That was our first EP. So, like, your material ranges, it can be anything from just, from what I gather, is, like, just songs about excess and, like, having a good time to, like, just random things. But how do you guys just come up with your concepts and you know just the material that you do uh well initially in the like the in the beginning we were a little bit more nihilistic but the, the like the concept on the lyrics are like excess partying like we were doing that at the time <laughs> so yeah because we like uh, we ended up like living together the entire band for a year uh, around 2011, so that was uh, like uh, like 365 days of like boozing and partying and playing rock and roll. So like, uh, but right now we've grown. Like personally, I'm gonna turn 45 in October, and the other and the other, the other band members are kind of the same age as me. Like Alex, the drummer, he's uh, just turned 30 uh, last December. So 
So I don't, I don't want to say that we matured on on our lyrics, but we are turning a page on maybe focusing on existential issues or mental issues regarding our lyrics or more a little bit more emotional. I don't, I don't want to say emo, but because it's not, but more like ex- individualism, existentialism, more like that. When I initially heard your music, um, I got uh, recommended your music through uh, Christina from, well, she used to be in Auxilio. She was like, you got to check them out. Um, they're the homies. And yeah, when I listened to it, it was like almost fun. In a sense, it reminded me of early circle jerks. Uh, like, and I mean that in the most complimentary way. Um, but with this new record, you guys are talking about all kinds of stuff, but I feel like it's, um, you're being more cautious, I guess. And you're, um, it's more like a, it serves as a cautionary tale now, um, than before, more than before. And that's, that's cr- like, it's cool to hear. Um, it's very fast paced. So like, for somebody that's listening to this and it's their first time kind of being introduced to this band, how would you generally describe your sound? Uh, the sound basically is just rock and roll. We're not doing anything new. It really is just a fast-paced rock and roll, which originally that was punk, right? Or hardcore. Our influences ranges to like 80s uh, punk rock hardcore to like soul music and proto-punk uh, from the 70s like the Stooges or, or even the Saints from Australia. But uh, basically it's a mix of all that together. We're not reinventing the wheel. We're just having a good time playing fast-paced rock and roll. But our lyrics, uh, like you said, it's kind of different from back in 2010, 2012, being a little bit self-destructive than right now, a little bit cautious. It's a reflection of what we're leading right now. As individuals, we're like pushing 40, so we're not 21 anymore. Too much rock and roll can ruin your liver or, or your health. But... There is like a, a a type of quote unquote matureness on on the lyrics. So if you listen to Negatividad, which is basically a song we uh, that was written back in 2013, uh, basically is about negativity and not being positive, but being negative is equals being positive uh right now we wouldn't write the same lyric you know due to our like our current uh situation in society and with life and whatnot so yeah like there is a there's a degree of differences between back in 2000 12, 2015 to 2022. Totally. Maturity, you know, obviously um, you go through phases. Um, You know, this pandemic obviously showed us a lot, um, but how did it kind of, you know, 
hinder you guys or help you guys as a band? Um, did it turn any every anything upside down just like anybody else? Um, can you like give us a uh, your thoughts on when you first heard about like the basic lockdown and how did how it affected you as a person and just like again just the band as a whole? Yeah, it, it really affected us big time because unfortunately, like unfortunately, we we had to cancel a few tours. So like uh, we had a we had a, a tour uh, to Chicago. We had uh, we were planning to play a festival in Bloomington, Illinois. And that was in June. So the lockdown was March. So the borders, the border closed, and everything shut down. So we had to cancel that as well. We had to we had a trip to Mexico City. And we, we were going to have a, like a, a weekender to uh, basically to release our LP. And that got canceled as well. So, yeah, it, it did affect us. And also because our, uh, at the time, our guitar player, uh, Davey, uh, he lives in San Diego. So we were not able to like practice at all. However, we did. Uh, we were uh, starting to demo some songs. So the good thing that uh, we started like writing some some songs during the the pandemic, during the shutdown, every everyone in, in their house and like sharing riffs or lyrics and stuff like that. And I was like uh, recording uh, like lyrics uh, through riffs that would that were sending back and forth. So, like, uh, one of the songs that uh, that ended up um, getting released from that pandemic situation in, in, 2020, in 2020 was uh, PIC, Partners in Crime, which got released a month ago uh, through Cursed Coffin Records, which uh, they're, they're releasing a seven-band, 12-inch vinyl record in August. So that song came out from that from that uh, situation in the pandemic, and basically, like like we were talking a few minutes ago regarding matureness and, and emotional, more a little bit more emotional feelings. That song, um, I wrote the, the entire song uh, as a tribute to uh, a few friends that passed away. Like uh, the last couple of years, that's why it's uh, Partners in Crime, PIC. So, like uh, the guitar player from Alex, our drummer's other band called Animals Revenge, uh, the guitar player, the lead guitar player, passed away of leukemia. And my best friend for like the last 20 years, she passed away last year, not because of COVID, but. Uh, health. Basically, uh, like uh, that song was. I really want to record that. Record that song, which is more, a little bit more melodic, and also the lyrics are are more personal regarding like a tribute to our friends that passed away. The pandemic was a really awful time for a lot a lot of people. We tried to like get the best of it, you know. Like to 
create something and that song came came out from from that from that situation so hopefully we don't get shut down again uh with other pandemic situations like the monkey virus or, or i don't know but yeah <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's rough it's it's, it's it, it, you gotta take it seriously and, and basically try to take care of each other and other people yeah that's very important and, and one thing i wanted to touch on was um how important it is to stay motivated in these times and I wanted to know, like, what kept you guys so, like, motivated and to put out this material to, to kind of power through these like tough times. The only thing that keeps me moving, you know, like I have another project called Asajo with uh, other friends over here in TJ. So that's my like my secondary uh, project, which I do care and love as, uh, as well but I don't know like DFMK it, it does it does render like uh, my my love to music and and basically uh, creating um, punk hardcore music and performing so that at least personally for me keeps me moving you know to at least uh, basically uh, start. Uh, right now, we're we're in in process of like uh, uh, writing new songs for a new LP. So we have seven songs that we're recording as a demo, and we are we're planning to to do to demoing seven other songs. So hopefully we can try to release it or, or get it finished by, by the end of this year. But uh, that's basically the motivation, you know, like uh, like being creative and in trying to put, put out music. That's basically it. How would you describe uh, the Tijuana punk scene or just the music scene as a whole? Um, you know, from the time you started to where it is now and where you see it going? Well, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, that did uh, get a severe hit. Like, seriously, like, uh, we had um, a local venue, a, a small bar that was uh, a haven for, for a lot of uh, touring bands from the U.S. and Europe and local bands. And the Canto Pop, which had to close its doors uh, due to due to the pandemic, but like the the scene is is pretty tight. There's a there's a, a like a, a a small uh, group of of local punk bands and local hardcore bands that they're doing something and they're they're. Uh, they're, they they are doing uh, like uh, DIY shows every three weeks, four weeks, so it's pretty strong, and like uh, it's 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 very it's it's very gratifying to see that they're still having they they have that passion 
on putting out shows and and basically uh, uh, helping out touring bands uh, that are coming down to Southern California and want to play DJ. So it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool to to see that they're still doing it after the pandemic after like uh, we we hit, we uh, had a hit of uh, the shutdown we had a unfortunately we had to shut down but yeah like uh, right now it's 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 picking up it's not as strong as like four years ago three years ago but it's getting it's getting there you know and also like uh, our drummer uh, Alex uh, with uh, band members from his other band Animals Revenge they're uh, starting out they're starting out a new DIY uh, record label to like to basically support local bands and so that they're starting to do that so uh, we're, 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 we're trying to uh, we're trying our best over here. For anybody like listening um, that's never been, how would you describe Tijuana? Small and with a lot of people. <laughs> it's crazy because there's uh, there's a influx of uh, American citizens that are basically uh, coming and living over here in, in TJ. So unfortunately, uh, there's uh, like uh, rental the rents for for uh, for places to live over here in TJ. They're going up, and the yeah. the lines to cross to to San Diego it's it's ridiculously long, like uh, almost two hours, three hours to to drive into San Diego to cross the border and also uh, as I don't I don't own a car so I don't drive but uh, to cross to the US it wow. does take like around an hour and a half almost two hours so it's it's an influx of uh, a lot of people however however it's 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 pretty cool it's it's like a just uh, to party, it's, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's uh, to 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 catch a show, uh, a punk show over here. It's, it's pretty dope. It's 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 a uh, it's it's a little bit dangerous, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but it's it's cool. Like uh, you're you just don't go to the place that you don't you don't need to go. <laughs> but uh, you can uh, basically. It's cool. Like I don't, uh, I don't know. Like uh, after after the pandemic, I don't know how to sell my my city as a tourist attraction. I don't know how to sell it anymore because I don't I don't go out anymore. I don't. I, I really don't go out anymore. I'm not drinking right now. I, okay. I haven't been drinking for for, for four months. Oh, so I'm sober right now. So I don't go out. I don't know how to sell it to you, <laughs> but it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. Like we're we're having a show 
we're uh, we're having a show on July 15th uh, in downtown Tijuana. So pretty rad bass from TJ and San Diego uh, are playing, and so that might be like our like our EP release show. I don't know, quote unquote, maybe. But that would be cool. Like it's nightlife over here in TJ. It's always it's always wild because like there's a lot of bars that don't close until like. 8 a.m., 9 a.m. So, yeah, nightlife is pretty dope, if you like. It's what it's uh, known for, for the most part. Um, but yeah. it's crazy because um, I kind of, when I listen to your music, it's kind of like a whole new side of Tijuana for me, where it's like, wow, these guys are really talking about some cool shit. Obviously, some really, you know, obviously in some ways destructive stuff, like you may say. But there's obviously a whole different side to it than what we know. Um, any bands that are on the come up or that you know that um, you want to shout out, man? Yeah, like uh, basically, uh, uh, like our our bass player and uh, Fernando and Alex, our drummer, uh, are playing right now in a band called Aquavista. Which basically is uh, is uh, ex members of Boom Club and um, and it's a it's a hardcore DD band. Uh, also, Animals Revenge, which is uh, our drum our drummer's other band. Uh, he plays uh, drums there, but uh, in Agonista he plays guitar. So and also uh, there's uh, a lot of uh, like uh like punk, uh like uh hard heavy hardcore uh bands like perdicion uh, also uh a power uh power uh violence band called violencia uh good uh good friends of of, of of the band and also um uh, uh let me let me think <laughs> uh yeah and there's a lot of uh other cool bands right now from DJ. Yeah. It's um one thing I noticed from you is that you love wrestling. Um uh, which oh, is yeah. some something very random that I discovered. And uh I wanted to touch on that. Um yeah, uh double or nothing. You saw it? Yeah, like I, I really love the show, even though like uh I knew it was gonna be a long show. Yeah. Uh so almost like four hours and a half. It was but amazing. it was it was dope. Like I I really love like uh, wrestling because I I identify it as punk rock, you know. Like more like and even like AEW and the Indies are like a little bit more punk rock than WWE because I I stopped watching WWE like five years ago. I didn't like this this is whack. And GCW and and uh, all those indie promotions that I'm not really like uh, invested in the other indie promotions because I don't have like I don't have time to, to see a lot of it. But I do believe that like wrestling is like uh, punk rock, like underground music. Uh, I I look uh, I I feel like it, it's it's it has the same 
uh, grind of it. So that's why I like I love wrestling, and also because like I grew up uh, uh, going to Lucha Libre over here in Tijuana, and then I discovered WWF uh, in the in like mid '80s. So and stopped watching, stopped watching wrestling like in '93. So I didn't watch at all, and I didn't know about the Attitude Era. Uh, at all and WCW, I didn't like knew that that existed like in the mid 90s. So I came back to wrestling like around 2009, 2010, like when we were starting the, the band DFK actually. And because a friend of mine was telling me about, oh, this is there's a, a straight edge wrestler called CM Punk, which he had the, the, the straight edge society. And, He's a heel, and basically he's uh, he's being a douchebag because like uh, drinking is bad and shit like that. And that was like interesting and cool. And then uh, I got into it, so that's what. And then yesterday he he won the championship, even though I was rooting for Hangman because that guy he's like my my man. Yeah, like uh, I really loved. Uh, the, the program that they had with uh, Kenny Omega, like two years to tell, to tell the story. So, yeah, it's like, uh, and also because, like, the, 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 story, the storytelling of wrestling, like Hangman, Adam Page being an anxious cow, cowboy, millennial cowboy, like, uh, anxiety does happen in this. Uh, like I, I sometimes have anxiety uh, of of like not I don't want to go out, you know. So I, I really identify with uh, with uh, with him regarding uh, the anxiety and like uh, downing yourself and and all that. So yeah, I, I love wrestling, especially AEW. Wow, man, that's I wish I had more time to like tap in with you on some stuff because I wanted to cover like House of Black, uh, just Brody mm. King as a whole um, and then just everybody else on the roster. But I mean, you know, we we got to wrap it up. But, um, you know, I want to yeah, thank yeah. you for being so understanding, man, <laughs> and just uh-huh. giving me some good stuff, man. Um, you want to plug anything um, and just, you know, your social medias before we leave? Yeah, like uh, our Facebook is DFMK uh, uh, underscore uh, punk. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, under, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a diagonal. I don't know. It's uh, just uh, go to Instagram DFMK or just <laughs> like Google, Google DFMK. DFMK. And like yeah. the Instagram will pop up automatically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like in Facebook, it's DFMK, and you'll you'll add it there. And, and pick uh, up the new record, right? <laughs> yeah, pick, pick up the record with uh, alternative record. Uh, hopefully, uh, that's not the uh, the last uh, record we can release with them. Hopefully, barely the first. So pick up the record and alternative. And also, like uh, you can check us on Spotify. Uh, DFMK and and Bandcamp as well and 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 both of them uh, in both Spotify and Bandcamp we have our whole discography 
So you can check it out. Thank you, man. And um, I'll be seeing you soon. Yeah, thank, thank you, Eduardo. And uh, like, uh, I was listening to your other uh, podcast shows, and it's pretty dope. I'm trying, man. You know, this pandemic, man, I'm, I'm like legit trying to get back on my feet like anybody else. But, you know, we got to keep it rolling, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. If, if you don't, if you're going to rock, don't forget to roll. That, that's basically my motto. You got to roll with the punches. Thank you, man. Gracias. No, gracias a ti. Y la verdad es que tengas buen día y muchas gracias. Estamos en contacto. Ya sabes.